We've begun the 40 days of Lent, which of course recall other important 40s in salvation history. As we heard Noah, of course, after 40 days of rain, night and day, Noah was in the ark. 40 years the Israelites wandered in the desert, and 40 days Noah was at the top of the mountain receiving the law from God. And of course, as we hear in the Gospel, which is the ultimate basis of our Lenten penitential season, Jesus was 40 days in the desert. Now, normally it would seem that on the high seas with nothing around you or in the desert where there's nothing either, that God is very absent. But the opposite is true. In fact, on the high seas where there's nothing around you or out in the middle of the desert, God is very present because there's nothing else. So either God is there or there's nothing. But God is truly present. That's why even in the Old Testament, the desert is one of the privileged places for encountering God. And we see that in the New Testament in the example of Jesus, right? Because there's nothing in the desert except God. So whether it's Noah on the high seas with nothing around, or Jesus in the desert, or the Israelites in the desert, or us in Lent, when you're in the desert, you are forced to come face to face with God, right? And God is there in the desert. Again, he maintains Noah and his family in, on the high seas, in the ark. The Israelites, as they wander in the desert for 40 years, are fed with the manna, with the bread from heaven, and water from the rock. And we hear that Jesus is ministered to by angels in the desert. During Lent, we enter into a sort of desert ourselves. Through our acts of penance, through more prayer, it's more than usual, more fasting, more than usual, more almsgiving, more generous than usual, we find ourselves in a place with fewer things around us, less stuff. By detaching ourselves from those worldly things, we are able to focus more on heavenly things. We find it easier to perceive God's presence and focus our hearts on him. Now is the time of fulfillment, says the Lord. He proclaims the gospel of God. That is the good news of God. Now is the time of fulfillment. My friends, now this Lent, today, this is the time of fulfillment. That is, God's promise to be with us has been realized. He is here among us. He comes to save us from sin and death. If only we open our hearts to him. If only by focusing on him and less on the things of the world, we open our hearts to receive him. In his word, in his sacrament, through more prayer, through more fasting, through more almsgiving, we will receive the grace that he promises. Now hopefully, because Ash Wednesday was a few days ago, you've already made your Lenten plan. If you haven't, that's your spiritual homework for tonight before you go to bed. Come up with a concrete plan if you haven't already. Perhaps it's in your head. Perhaps you write it down in a spiritual journal or some other journal. This is how I'm going to pray more. This is how I'm going to fast more. This is how I'm going to be more generous through almsgiving so as to focus less on things of the world, enter into the desert with Jesus, and allow him to transform my heart because this is the time of fulfillment. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. That is the kingdom of grace, the kingdom of forgiveness, of mercy, of healing, and of salvation and eternal life. 
That is the grace that we need because we are sinners. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of grace is at hand. Repent, says the Lord Jesus. We need to repent. That is, we need to recognize that we are sinners desperately in need of God's saving grace. We need his mercy, his forgiveness, his healing, and the life that he promises, the salvation and everlasting life that he promises. And of course, the great gift of repentance happens especially in the sacrament of penance and reconciliation, by which we acknowledge the fact that we are sinners in humility and in sadness, in sorrow for our sins, but also in joy, receive the healing mercy and forgiveness of Jesus every time we go to confession. My friends, if these 40 days of penance, if these 40 days in the desert don't really move us to repentance, don't find us changed, if we're the same people come Easter that we were at Ash Wednesday or the first Sunday of Lent, then what's the point? My friends, this is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God, of grace, is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. That is, believe the good news. Believe Jesus' promises of mercy and healing and, and reconciliation and peace and eternal life. But that belief, that believing that the kingdom of God is at hand, believing in the gospel, is not just some sort of mental exercise or some nice idea or some theory that we have as Christians. That belief is manifested in the way that we live. And that's what this call of going into the desert with the Lord Jesus and changing our lives and repenting is all about. That our belief is manifested in the way that we live, that we become changed and we live for him and with him and for others. Christianity is not a theory. Christianity is a way of life. And that belief is manifested in the way that we live practically, concretely, in our faithfulness to God's commandments. Love of God and love of neighbor. Let us pray that this Lent will find us truly transformed, that we will allow our faith, our belief in the good news that Jesus brings to transform our lives, to bear fruit in love. How do we know if we're really faithful Christians and believers? By our faithfulness to the commandments. The ultimate biblical principle of discernment is a tree is known by its fruit. A bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree bears good fruit. The good fruit is the fruit that comes from repentance, from leaving sin and attachments behind, from forgetting about material things, focusing on the spiritual, and embracing the love of God and neighbor in fidelity to his commandments. This Lent, let us pray that our belief, our faith in the gospel and the good news of Jesus will transform us and the way that we live, that we will bear fruit in love, that we will truly enter into this penitential time, truly enter into the desert with Jesus, become detached from things of the world, and so focus our hearts more on him. And the more that we focus our hearts on him, the more we fall in love with him. The more we fall in love with him, the more we live for him and follow him. And then the more we are truly, intimately, united to him. Amen.
Together, let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With great confidence in our Heavenly Father's lavish mercy, we turn to him with our prayers for the church and the world. Our response is, Lord, have mercy. Let every member of the church may, through these 40 days of penance, repent of our sins and be more faithful to the gospel. We pray. Lord, have mercy. That our parishioners will support the good works of the church in Northern Virginia by responding generously to this year's Bishop's Lenten Appeal. We pray. Lord, have mercy. For justice, peace, reconciliation, and unity in our nation. We pray. Lord, have mercy. For an end to the spread of the coronavirus, for the healing of all of the sick, and for the strength of those who care for the sick. We pray. Lord, have mercy. That our dear deceased parishioners and loved ones may rest in peace. We pray. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy on us, Father, for we make our prayers in the holy name of Jesus, who is your Son and our Savior forever and ever. Grant 
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name. For our Give us the right dispositions, O Lord, we pray, to make these offerings, for with them we celebrate the beginning of this venerable and sacred time, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. By abstaining forty long days from earthly food, he consecrated through his fast the pattern of our Lenten observance, and by overturning all the snares of the ancient serpent, taught us to cast out the leaven of malice, so that celebrating worthily the Paschal mystery, we might pass over at last to the eternal Paschal feast. And so, with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. Sanctus, Sanctus, Sanctus Dominus Deus Sabaoth, Pleni sunt celiat terra, Gloria tua, Hosanna in excelsis, benedictus qui venit in nomine Domini, Hosanna in excelsis. We will use the second Eucharistic prayer. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. And once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. 
mortem tuum annunciamus Domine, et tuum resurrectionem confitemur, donec venias. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope and Michael our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And he does not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Onus Dei, quit holis peccata mundi, miserere nobis. Onus Dei, quit holis peccata mundi, miserere nobis. Onus Dei, quit holis peccata
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be. For Catholics in a state of grace coming forward to receive Holy Communion, please try to remain six feet from others as much as possible, following the blue markers on the floor. Those on the two sections of the right of the church will move to the right. Those on the left will move to the left. Before receiving, please sanitize your hands. When it's your time to receive, keep your mask on and remain on the blue marker six feet from the minister who will say, the body of Christ, as he holds up the host, you respond, amen. Then approach the minister to receive the host. We do ask that all communicants please receive in the hand. Make a throne for the Lord with one hand under the other. Once receiving in the host in the hand, please proceed carefully to the next blue marker, the blue box, lift your mask, and receive, consume the host. Please follow the directions of the ushers and thank you for your cooperation.
they shall bear you upon their hands, lest you strike your foot against a stone. On the lion and the viper you will tread, and trample the young lion and the serpent. He will overshadow you with his pinions, and you will find refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will encompass you with a shield. Since he clings to me in love, I will free him, protect him, for he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will be with him in distress. I will deliver him and give him glory. He will overshadow you with his pinions, and you will find refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will encompass you with a shield. With length of days I will content him. I will show him my saving power. He will overshadow you with his pinions, and you will find refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will encompass you with a shield. Attenda Domina at miserere Peccavimus tibi, ad te rexume, omnium redemptor, oculos nostros sublevamus flentes, exaudi Christe, Supplicantum preces. Attenda Domine, et miserere, quia peccavimus tibi.
Let us pray. Renewed now with heavenly bread, by which faith is nourished, hope increased, and charity strengthened, we pray, O Lord, that we may learn to hunger for Christ, the true and living bread, and strive to live by every word which proceeds from your mouth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please have a seat for a few announcements. Once again, welcome to everyone who has joined us for Mass this evening. As we said at the beginning, this week's second collection benefits the Black and Indian missions in the United States. Please be generous with those missions. You may give to that and all our collections easily, electronically, using Faith Direct, for which there's a link on our website under the Give menu. There are also baskets available for you cash folks at the two main exits of the church. Our parish has reached 56% of our goal for this year's Bishop's Lenten Appeal. So if you haven't given yet, please make a pledge today to support the good works of our diocese. There's a convenient link to the BLA on our parish website homepage. Just click the link and in less than five minutes you can give to support things like youth ministry in our diocese, adoption services, the hungry and homeless poor served by Catholic charities, and so much more. Our goal is 100% parishioner participation. Be sure to check out our list of Lenten resources and activities using the link on our website homepage. There are a lot of resources there that help you have a fruitful Lent. One of those Lenten resources is a new virtual Bible study for all parishioners on salvation history. It's a survey of the whole Bible and the history of the Bible beginning this Tuesday, the 23rd. For more information, you can find it under the Learn menu of our website. And we will be dismissing by rows, so please follow the directions of the ushers. Please stand. The Lord be with you. Bow down for the blessing. May bountiful blessing, O Lord, we pray, come down upon your people, that hope may grow in tribulation, virtue be strengthened in temptation, and eternal redemption be assured. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Ave Regina Celorum, Ave Domina Angelorum, Salve Radic, Salve Porta, Ex Comundo Lux Estorta, Gaude Virgo Gloriosa, Super Omnes Veciosa, Vale o valde decora, Et pro nobis Christum exora.
Gracias. 